my throat. <laughs> All right, welcome to Drunk Valorant, episode number 29. Um, why don't we just get right into it? Hunter, uh, on second thought, I'll give Hunter a second to stop laughing. Chase, what are you going to be drinking today? I mean, I'm laughing just as hard as Hunter is, because right before Cass goes into this, like, you know, welcome to the episode bullshit, he goes, oh, just a little bit of cock in my throat. As he was clearing his throat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was just going to give no context to that. But uh, I, I guess we can we can oh, let him shoot. off the hook. Anyway, I'm drinking uh, a nice crisp Corona Extra today. Your st- standard Corona, tall, skinny can. I guess it's not standard because standard is bottled, and Corona just tastes yeah. better out of the bottle, honestly. But uh, uh, yes, it does. We got these cans. Uh, Cass and I actually ran a beer mile today. And, oh, that's which. Uh, yeah, if those of you guys, those of you out there who I'm assuming is the majority of you guys that have not tried running a beer mile, um, you might want to keep it that way. Yeah, so if you don't know, like a beer mile is basically four laps around a track, right? A mile. And before each lap, you have to chug a beer. And so it's four oh. beers, four laps around the track. And it is probably the most difficult thing I've done in my entire life. Like just, I mean, that's an exaggeration, but... It was I'm assuming brutal. it's really about how the stomach is feeling, right? It oh, was brutal. absolutely brutal. So I bought these beers for that because they're pretty light and I like Corona. Um, the unfortunate part is I didn't get to keep much of it down. So oh oh yeah, like you're you're just like yeah. you're you're running I, and and chunding off to the side constantly. I would say out of the four beers that Chase and I technically consumed. Maybe about a beer and a half of liquid was actually consumed. Wow. Like it was, it would hit your stomach and it'd come right back out. Yeah, it was it was brutal. Like the first beer is fine, and then the first lap is fine. But then once you're like breathing heavy and you're going to try to chug this beer as fast as possible, like beer number two is awful, and it just gets worse from there. Now, was there something on the line for this competition? Were you were there? Was there some sort pride. of stakes? Or, yeah, pride. pride. Yeah, those are those are important states. We have some yeah. friends who have done it every year for the last five years, so it's a tradition. Um, this is the first year that we've been a part of it, so uh, it was fun to go do with everybody. We had like eleven people running a beer mile, and uh, you know, obviously, some people fucking destroyed us, but it, yeah, it was like still guys, fun. Yeah, the guy who invited us. Got eight minutes, five seconds. Um, Chase, I believe, was at like the what twelve minute mark. I was about twelve minutes, yeah. Yeah, and then I I was bringing up the rear with like thirteen. Um, Unlucky. But, well, yeah. The, well, the real problem was I started the day off hungover, and so while Chase was saying the first beer down went down fine, for me that was very much not the case. <laughs> Yeah, Cass about, was the last off the blocks by yeah, a I was the last long off the shot. Blocks. I got like, I got like four sips into the beer, and I'm like, "Oh, I already need a puke." <laughs> like I haven't even consumed much liquid. I haven't even done any running yet. But like, oh, it's brutal. This is also at seven was... in the morning, right? On an empty yeah. stomach, right? You like just roll out of bed and you go and chug four beers. It's going to be rough no matter what. Mm-hmm. Oh shoot! Uh, yeah, I just realized that I hung out with you the uh, online the night before that. Yeah. So yeah, I understand why you were hung over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. Because yeah, I went yeah. and played eighteen holes of golf with some of my coworkers like last night, and let's see, 
yeah, I think I had like nine beers out on the course. So like one every two holes and four of which were tall boys. Um, it was a great time, but I was definitely very drunk by the end of that. All right. Well, on, on that, yes, I'm drinking a Corona. Hunter, what are you drinking? Yeah. So um, we're getting to the long awaited by probably no one, but, you know, it was waited by me. The Tropicannon showdown between the Pineapple Tropicannon and the OG Tropicannon. Um, the pack, if you get to jog everyone's memory, was OG, uh, Pineapple, and Mango Lime. And the Mango Lime was all right, but I quickly ruled that one out as not even close to better than the other two. So uh, now it's down to these two, and I'm going to come out and say it. I think the OG Tropicannon slightly edges out the Pineapple, but they're both really good and like if i was feeling more of a pineapple or more of like a blood orange slash grapefruit like you know that would alone make me decide one or the other so are you double fisting yeah absolutely dude yeah okay yeah yeah well, i was just wondering you held up both cans but i didn't know if like one was cracked no i had to crack both, both of them to taste yeah, both yeah, like okay. what yeah, do you yeah, think no, i was imagining one of them yeah Hunter, yeah, I, i've funny. been thinking about this every single day just wondering you know restless nights <laughs> which tropicannon is hunter gonna say is the best tropicannon well you and can sleep easy now thank you thank you because i've i've been tossing and turning really just wondering this so mm-hmm. i mean now just knowing that the original has finally won out my heart can be still and i may uh lay to rest for eternity I hope not eternity because the podcast would be worse off with you chilling in eternity while me and Kat are still here hey not according to you in the discord asshole nah nah (laughs) I said the podcast would be worse but could still go on if either of us left you also also, uh, yes threw a shot at yourself there it was uh, really Really, it wasn't supposed (laughs) yes yes It it was a well, well, compliment, compliment is more just recognize. <laughs> it's more recognizing the reality that what Cass says is so ass backwards that it's just incredibly entertaining. <laughs> and so, without Cass on this podcast, it would be a lot more boring. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anyone that's going to disagree with you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, on that note, I'm drinking a Trash Panda by Parallel Forty Nine. Um, like it's one of like the you know like the staple hazy ipas you can get around vancouver it's just Um, a staple vancouver beer yeah everyone knows like even if you're not into craft beer particularly you know what a trash panda is they're just everywhere and they're pretty good which is why they're everywhere Mm -hmm. yeah so if you go to a bar and like you just order a hazy ipa like chances are they got trash panda on top wow um but yeah, so that's what I'm being going to be drinking today. Um, but already on to the Valorant section of this podcast. Um, okay, as promised. Uh, well, actually, I don't know if the the people have have heard this yet, but uh, later in this podcast, we will be doing a draft of pro players, and we are each going to build our, I guess, all star teams, kind of. Um, just by doing a snake draft where we go back and forth and pick who we want on our team. Um, we did do a random order generator to see who got first, second, and third pick. Um, that order goes me, 
being Cass, then Hunter, and then Chase. Um, so if you don't know how a snake works, well, for, a snake draft hold works, up, hold up. For for doing this later, you're giving a lot of information up. Okay, front. fine, fine. Okay, yeah, 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 for sure. Now, um, so I guess I'll fully explain that in detail when we get there. But um, this is the next section of this podcast. I'm going to have to share my screen for because uh, the two of you will need to see what is going on. Um, for those of you who are listening to this podcast, which is uh, Everybody all else. of you, I will post a screenshot of what Hunter Chase and I are doing uh, prior or at the same time as the episode dropping so that you have context. Um, but without further ado, I have just gone live. And we'll be making a tier list today. Oh and my goodness. Tier list is gonna be the hot list. Oh we don't we don't give a shit how viable the characters are, what their abilities do. Okay, it's about okay. Looks, personality. Okay, well Oh throwing in the personality there too. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. It. Like you, you gotta consider their like, you know their personality their as well. Okay. Yeah. Do you? Because they're, I guess, yeah, okay, that, that's an important consideration. Like, the, like, all the characters have some kind of, you know, there's some lore behind it. Like, yeah, I think I feel like we've the, seen a bit of a background to all of the characters. Yeah, I feel like since we've all played the game so much, it'd be impossible not to be at least subconsciously considering personality a little bit. Okay, so this this goes from S tier to D tier. Yeah. Um, we can choose to name the tiers differently if we would like. I've never made a tier list Ooh. before, so this will be interesting. Uh, but also, you are on a podcast of three straight men, um, <laughs> relatively. And so <laughs> I, I feel like there's going to be a significant advantage to female characters in this tier list. We're, we're, we're going to be taking pot shots at the men here. Okay, so it's just our our best guesses on, on men. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, unless any of you has does that mean i can put omen in s tier because we can just like say he's genderless <laughs> i put him up in S well well Wait, okay you can pretend anyone's underneath that mask Cass and chase have you never <laughs> that's true have you uh have you never looked at a dude and thought like dang if i was a girl i would be really into that guy i have but then half the fucking time i'm wrong yeah, exactly. Like, like I'll talk to what? girls about it. I'm like, yeah, dude, like that guy's like pretty hot. And they're like, no. So like, well, I don't fucking know anymore. Well, here's it's the thing, Cass. I feel like hotness is like relative. And, oh, it's like, absolutely you know, subjective. But, yeah. So I feel like I feel like that's the standard I'll be using. Looking at a guy, imagining I was a girl, and if I would find them attractive. See, I. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I I understand where where Cass is coming from here because I was going to say the same thing, but basically, I've I've been in the situation where I'm like, oh, look, isn't this person an objectively attractive man? You know, like, got the right facial features. Got, And then someone would be like, no, they're ugly as fuck. And then all the girls around would be like, yeah, ugly. Like, what are you talking about? I obviously have no idea what nah, makes somebody I don't, attractive. I don't get it. Yeah, and Chase, uh, what I'm saying is what you find to be attractive is what's hot to you. It doesn't matter what those girls think, Chase. Right, Trust your right. heart. All right, sounds good. Um, I'm going to need some higher res images of these characters than this <laughs> this stream well, like you're, put you're, up, so. you're more than welcome to open your own browser go to r34 slash valorant 
Oh, or no thanks. Like, no, no thank you. That's, that's, the, that's the third component. It's personality, uh, looks, and R34 potential. And you're welcome to look up all the high-definition photos and or videos of these characters as you so please. Uh, that being said, we are going off the characters' splash art and not their in-game model. Which what? is particularly relevant for two characters. That's okay, no, and... it's just Oh, I wonder why we're doing that. It can't be because of one agent in particular, can it now? It's actually quite literally because of fate. <laughs> it's a awfully convenient. Oh yeah, wait, isn't Chamber that? just like way more attractive in the splash art? Yes. Chamber, Chamber yes. looks fucking stupid in game, but Fade looks really stupid in game, and our splash art is sick. I I'll be honest. I think the difference between uh, chamber uh, chamber in game and artwork is worse than the difference between fade artwork mm. and in game. Well, I guess the thing is, I don't ever see chamber, or I don't often see chamber in game because I'm playing the chamber. Understandable. And so I see the hands, but like I don't see his model in game as often as as you guys might. All um, right, all right. Let's get into it. Okay. Starting off, we're going in alphabetical. Well, okay. We're going in whatever order this is go, put in. I'm just going to go in the order that's on the page here. I thought it was alphabetical, but I see Astra near the end. So clearly it's not. All right, we're kicking it off with Breach. Um, oh, before before we do that, let me just say that this is... I don't know how they're in order initially, but then it's it's roughly chronological order that the agents came out. Because after Viper, it's in order from when the agents released. Oh, okay. All right, at any rate, we're going we're, we're going through it. So we got Breach. We're starting off with him. Well, do you like what, what bearded you men? Bearded redheads, specifically. Yes. I mean, I've got a beard. Dude, he's got robot arms and a vest. I, I mean, I, I, would put, I would put him in, like, I'm looking at like C tier. Yeah, yeah I'm looking at C tier. Looking at C tier for for the. Can I talk you guys into a B because I feel like he's kind of badass. I feel like there's a lot more attractive characters yeah. in this cast. We're we're yeah. we're okay, gonna start okay. off at C tier, and if we need to move them, understandable. We'll, we'll understandable. move them. Okay. Yeah. Um. Next, we got Big Daddy Brim. <laughs> well, you have to c- take into consideration that Brim is thick as fuck. Brim's mm. got a fat ass. Now, with that in consideration, D tier. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you'd be not like... even ranked otherwise. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Brim's got that like that like dad bod, but like still beefy. And then like he's got like the you know like George Clooney vibes. Like mm, that's yeah, true. A, yeah, the artwork that I, I pulled it up so it was a better resolution than ninety six p. But that, uh, like, splash artwork, he's got quite a smolder going on as well with that Odin over his back. He does, yeah. I mean, dang. Yeah, I mean... I, I, I think, don't think... Yeah, go ahead. I, I think Brim's got to be at least B tier, maybe A for ass. <laughs> <laughs> but probably B tier. I, I think I'm, A for I'm ass is... I mean, yes, I, I agree with B, but A for ass is great, too, so... It is. I'm putting him into B. Um, all right, now we got Cypher. Um, he, he looks very gonna, creepy. Yeah. But not cool, just creepy. wearing his hat for this, because if he's not wearing his hat, immediate D tier. 
It's it's a flash. I, I, I think he's a D tier either yeah, way. Yeah, I think it's a D tier. Yeah, I'll keep it real with you. I have no yeah. clue what that guy's face actually looks like. Okay, just on to weird. the first female agent we've got here. We got Jet. What are you guys thinking? I'm hard thinking, not to love Jet. Yeah, hard not to love Jet, but I'm thinking like B to A. I was thinking, I was thinking A. I was thinking A tier. Yeah, you know, I, I'm gonna cast my vote for A tier because she has some really fun voice lines. If we're talking personality, I mean, her just like you know, True. playful. Let, let's let's kill them all and have fun while doing it. Like I very rarely ever heard a jet voice line on my team and been like, and that's really bringing down the vibe here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we haven't really been talking about that with other. Yeah, other agents. Um, I was gonna say because yeah, like I feel like you know the voice actor that they picked actually does end up making a difference, right? Oh, definitely. Just because, like, again, that feeds into how you feel about the given characters. Which does um, mean if you are listening to this podcast, and despite listening to this podcast in English, you actually play Valorant in a different language then our comments on the voice actors may be completely uh, irrelevant to you. That would be true, <laughs> yeah. have different voice actors, I believe. Okay. We're moving on to Omen here. We're talking post-visual uh, buff Omen. Yes, post-visual buff Omen. Because he looked so wimpy looking... as fuck before. Yeah, so now he's looking pretty jacked. He's ripped, dude. This dude is shredded. But, like, you still can't fucking, like, you can't fucking see his face. He's very, you know... Well, I think the artwork was the same pre and post buff, right? No, no, no. He had an artwork buff. I thought the artwork buff was in-game versus, like, the artwork itself. But I could be wrong. I know he had a VFX change, but I don't know if he got a splash art change or not. Oh, I don't know if the splash art's different at all. Maybe, yeah, I think, yeah, I think the is. splash art is the same, and okay. in-game is, in is 100% different. The question is, did they change the splash art as well? I, I think that limiting this to just the, the in-game is... Or just the splash art is stupid, but I I would like to vote to increase it out to the agent as a whole if that's good. Okay, with all right, that. fine. Yeah, that's fine. Um, cool. So I I'm still leaning towards like I think I'm looking at like a C here, but like I don't know, maybe above breach. Yeah, I'd throw him in C. But yeah, I I was feeling more of a B just because he is so cool with his like whole darkness thing, you know. Like some people are really into that, but I, I I'm good with C to start, and then we some can see people, how we feel. Obviously, you Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I expressed this earlier. You know, like I I think about it. If I was a girl, what would I like? If I was a girl, I would be totally into Omen. Yeah. Okay. He's like fucking miss, like. Well, I into as in I find him very like. You know, I would look at look at him across the room at the bar and feel a strong sense of attraction to this shadowy thing over there. Uh, obviously, I'm you know. Could, yeah, I wonder if Omen could like teleport like parts of his body, <laughs> not like his entire body. You know. Mm-hmm. Where is this going? I'm like, <laughs> say you're dating Omen, right? <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I think we're. I think we're good. <laughs> they think we can fill in blanks. As soon as you said teleport parts of his body, I was like, I don't think I think I know where Cass is heading, at least generally. Yeah. Okay. All right, next season. Phoenix. Okay. Super high level tactics. Remember it, yeah. 
I feel like his in-game personality is pretty good. Yeah, I feel like in-game like personality he's, yeah. he's like got some some humor to him. Mm-hmm. Um, his jacket is sick, especially when he like flips it up. Jacket. Yep, like sexy British accent. Yeah, I'm leaning towards an A here. Yeah, I I support the A. If you, uh, I'm gonna cast my vote for that. Yeah, leaning A beneath Jet. I'm yeah, thinking A beneath Jet. Hey, I okay. feel like we order within tiers, like at the end. Okay. So, okay. So, so we to not slow us down. Yeah. Okay. Now we got Rays. Here comes the party. How are you guys feeling about Rays? I mean, she's My cute, but I would I would go like high. yeah, not super high. I'm looking at B to C here. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> I, I I'll cut this out of the podcast if this sounds bad, but I'm just gonna go for it. Um, personally, I tend to be attracted to very smart ladies, and Ray's strikes me as very dumb. <laughs> so makes her quite unattractive to me. You just so I, yeah, yeah. I mean, some of her voice lines are just like, "Oh, I want to blow things up," like, "Ooh," which, like, you know, nothing wrong with that. It just seems unattractive to me. I, I'll, um, I'll agree with you there. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. But, so we're going C tier. Yeah, I'm feeling C for A's. Yeah. Okay. All right. All next right. up, we've got a uh, got mommy Sage. Sage S tier. Mm. Think Sage is S tier. Yeah. Sage is cute as fuck. Sage is S tier. Sage is at minimum A tier. At sure minimum A tier. A tier sure. No problem. I I think Sage is S tier. Alright, alright, alright. Yeah, you know what? I, I, I was trying to decide which I think between A and S. And it's uh it's it's hard. It's hard. Um you know, yeah, I think I'm leaning towards S, I'm not gonna lie. We, okay. You guys are yeah. all you're both leaning yeah. to S. Yeah, I mean look how long her hair is. That's dope. It is dope. All right, I got some outvoted. Um <laughs> Alright, we got Sova. Alright. Sexy one eye man. Yeah. Feel like Sova could potentially be the male S tier. He he is very much seems like the guy equivalent to the girl that One Direction was singing about in "That's What Makes You Beautiful." <laughs> you know, he's very focused on his job. Mm-hmm. He is uh, he's not he's the, got the the type like, to long flowing silver hair. Like yeah, he's got an exactly. undercut too. I didn't realize he had an undercut. Russian, yeah, Russian accent. <laughs> like, like he doesn't chase girls; girls chase him. Like that's mm-hmm. the kind of vibe I get from Sova. Yeah, I'm down. So yeah, I feel like he should be high. I'm yeah, throw that man's in S tier. Yeah. Okay, now Hunter and I are gonna have a very big disagreement here, but now we got Viper. Yeah. Uh, we're talking with or without mask. <laughs> we're talking without the mask here. Without. Well, the, the mask. thing is, she in game in game she doesn't have the mask on most of the time. Yeah. yeah. I think she only has it when she ults, right? I think so. Well, that... she pulls her whole head cover down when she ults. I don't know right. if she just has the mask normally or not yeah. though. I think she does. All right, what's your disagreement? Well, it's I, just I that just I think Viper is very attractive. I think Viper is super attractive, and yeah. I think her personality is awesome as well. See, uh, I think that with the mask on, she looks very attractive. <laughs> yeah, but as soon as you take the mask off, or it's it's weird. I don't she like it. A weird. I, I think mask off, she looks unique, but not in a bad way. Just not as an it, it doesn't pop as much as like you know, Mommy Sage. 
So I, I think Viper is a solid A tier. I would that, that's... go B at most. Yeah, I'd go B at yeah. most. I'll compromise Ooh, with you and go generous. and go B. Uh, that's, yeah, it B makes is, me a little B sad, but generous. I understand. I understand. Yeah. Okay, we've got we got original goth girl Reyna. O G G. Yeah. Where you putting um, Reyna? I, I don't find Reyna super attractive. Uh, I find her somewhat attractive. See, this is tough because, like, you know, okay, I have to, I have to ignore the obscenity that is Viper being in B tier. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say that uh, Reyna belongs in B, but the idea that she's in the same tier as Viper is baffling to me. If that were to happen, I think she's B. I'll, I'll, right, we'll I'll go with B. B. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Yeah, B seems like a good place. Oh yeah. yeah, we got uh, we got Killjoy. I'm feeling pretty I mean, high on the Killjoy stuff. Yeah, yeah, cute, smart look. Um, that, not yeah, cute but nerdy, a little annoying. Not S tier, but like could could be A to B to like, high I, B. Yeah. I'm feeling an A tier here, Hunter. What are, what are you thinking? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I, I'm good with the A. I'm good with the A. You know, I've played right, Killjoy cool. a lot, and I definitely have a soft spot for it. All right, what do you guys, what do you guys feel about Sky? Hmm. C. Yeah, my Sky stock. Yeah. Not yeah, not, I'm uh, feeling this. Really see, I don't think she's unattractive. I just think that mm-hmm. the rural Australian accent plus the you know farm girl kind of vibe just isn't my thing. Like, I think it's cool. Yeah, I don't like, like she. The, she's the someone I would animals. love. <laughs> okay that's not where i was going but uh, i was just gonna say that like you know i would uh she seems like someone i would love to have as a as a friend but i don't find her super attractive so that's, i'm gonna lean for she seems like someone i would love to have as a friend and would be very interesting to talk to but i would get yeah. annoyed at how often they talked about the birds they saw that day <laughs> yeah yeah that's okay. very apt case You've got the edgy guy now, Yoru. Oh, where, are we, yeah. where are we putting Yoru? I don't think Yoru is very attractive at all. Yeah, I, I, he he's you know with the jacket and the the jacket colors, a, a really a bold choice. Yeah, it feels <laughs> like he's like you know he got on the same tra- train as uh, Phoenix. But he got off like many stops too late on the train. Oh, does he have a notch in his eyebrow? <laughs> he does. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that increases uh, the uh, that, that that increases the the attractiveness, you know. I yeah, wonder what he did to earn that notch, though. Yeah, probably mm-hmm. probably nothing cool. Yeah, yeah despite despite me, uh, you know, very obviously being the resident Yoru main, I I don't think he's super attractive. I just don't mm-hmm. like the blue and orange colors together, just in general. Um, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I would be okay throwing him in D tier. I feel like C would work as well. I feel like it's not quite a deer, a D it's a, it's yeah. I feel like, I feel like we're going to C tier here. He's not unattractive. Mm -hmm. I guess that's true. He's not like Cypher, just some creepy guy who could be a lizard behind that mask. Yeah. (laughs) All right. We got, uh, we got Astra up next. What are your what are your takes here? 
I find her voice lines to be some of the most yeah, annoying. Yeah, her voice lines, lines are some of the most obnoxious. Yeah, in the game. incredibly yeah. annoying. I like. I, I'm leaning straight towards D tier here, and I don't like her whole visual aesthetic with like the gold Thanos gauntlet or whatever. I think it looks super gaudy. The super spiky yeah. hair. No, not the hair. I don't mind the hair. I'm talking about like the the ornaments that she has. Like it just seems yeah. very. It just seems very gaudy. I'm not. I'm not super into it. That's as fine, much as man. I love, as much as I love the color purple, I feel like it doesn't work super well with the gold. Well, I think purple and gold is okay if you then go for like black or white. But then purple, gold plus blue, I feel like is just mm. little, little wacky. Yeah. Yeah. Not super into the whole Astra aesthetic. So I'm yeah, going with D straight to guys... straight to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We we got KO. Kill all your uh, opponents. A literal robot. Yeah, a literal robot is going in D tier. Um, also, really? his voice lines are annoying as fuck. But th- are they though? I, I mean, okay. they're not annoying, yeah. but they're just lame. Like, <laughs> dude, just seems lame. <laughs> I'm going to disagree slightly because I feel like his voice is so overdramatic in a cool way that his voice lines are like. They kind of work, especially since he's supposed to be like a General Grievous style, mostly robot, former human kind of thing. Well, no, but like, would I find him attractive if I? So I guess like really the question pass, is, Hunter, Smasher Pass. Well, here's the thing, Cass. Smasher Pass KO. You know, as a dude, it would be no. But if I had to imagine, like, you know, if KO was a robot lady instead of a robot dude, like, would I Smasher Pass it? Then that would be a yes. <laughs> so that's that's where I'm leaning towards KO being above D tier. Like I, I feel like he's a B, honestly. So you're oh, into a sex B? robots is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, dude. That B voice, tier? that voice is uh, one of the best voices in the game. But Especially what he says with it is nothing. Well, he's Where he's a robot. Seen... Cut him a little. Have slack. you seen Ex Machina? I have not. No. Oh, that's an attractive uh... robot. Now. <laughs> Yeah, I I I do not agree with a with a B tier here at all. I, um, I don't agree with the B tier. Okay, well, either. I'll just accept that I'm outvoted. Well, we okay. we can we can compromise and go C, but that depends on whether we have Cass a lot in C. The thing I, is, I, I we have a lot okay in C. I feel okay with compromise on okay. C. I feel like he's I feel like he's not bottom of the barrel like we got Cipher and Astra here. And we're not yeah, yeah like, we're not yeah, trying yeah, to like, balance agree. the tiers either here. It, yeah, it's just whatever they are. Like it's just what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now we got Chamber. Where are you guys putting Chamber? Now this is where well, I would say S tier, except for his in-game. Yeah, <laughs> 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 it's just so funny. On his outfit. Like, yeah, he just seems so classy. With, like, a sharp jawline, and then you see him in-game, you're like, wow, a little, little pudgy there. Buddy. Yeah, he's got, like, a sharp jawline, like, nice yeah. hair. And then in game, it looks like his hair is just like bowl cutty. Yeah, it's weird. He doesn't um, look good in game yeah. at all. Um, and because of that, I think I'm gonna go A. Although, like his in game is more like a a C to D, yeah. and, and his like artwork is Flash like art? an S. Yeah. So yeah, I like, feel like that's the artwork shouldn't dramatic... weight it that much. Sorry, Chance, I didn't mean to cut you off there. I said it's just such a stark difference between those two. There is. But, like, at the well, same time, I, I... He's fucking yeah. loaded. 
<laughs> this is true. I, I'm feeling B for him. Okay, because well, I feel I like the in-game in is more definitive. Yeah. yeah. You see him yeah, more yeah. in-game than you see his fucking artwork, so... Yeah. I, I don't. I see his artwork more than I see him in-game, but... Well, yeah, you... That's just because I'm hovering over it to fucking insta-lock. Um... Okay. Now, we got Neon. I already know what Hunter's gonna say. Um... <laughs> Chase, what are you what are you thinking? I mean, I think her artwork is pretty high, but in game lower. Another one of those. Mm-hmm. That's See, been a common theme with the last three agents that have come out. Intriguing, intriguing. Um, I my I'm not ahead. super into neon. I'd put neon in like like B tier. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, I, I on, but I know Hunter's gonna say ass. That's the thing. Cass was expecting me to say ass because I had told him when Neon came out, Neon Best Girl confirmed. Um, however, um, her personality I think is just kind of lackluster. Not horrible, but just kind of lame. And her voice lines reflect that as well. And as as you guys have pointed out, there is a drop off from her like artwork and cool like select animations to how she looks just in general in the game. So I'm going to go down and downgrade my rating on Neon to an A. I don't feel like she's above Killjoy, and Killjoy's an A. Yeah, I feel like she's definitely below Killjoy. Yeah, I agree. She's below Killjoy, so well, we can put are her... Are we putting her in B or are we putting her in A? I'm, I could go... I'm fine either way. So maybe we go B, because you guys both think B. Yeah, I would say B. Okay, cool. I feel like this is All just right. the tier list of us outvoting Hunter. <laughs> most of the time okay. so it seems yes all right next up we got we got fade now cast is very high on, fade, the, on the fade the like fade splash art into it the uh yeah. the in-game character no not so much like like i feel like it's a similar thing with chamber it was like if we we're just considering the splash art like i'd probably have fade up in s tier see even even considering the the splash art i do not have fade nest here okay the, the funny thing to me just flipping back and forth on the wiki between the artwork and the in-game is just how she has is like has is like super skinny in the artwork and then in game she's just like thick and just like built like it's just funny because it's so different and i don't think the the thickness is bad it just doesn't really seem like what the artwork was going for at all yeah i wonder what the disconnect there is like obviously it's different teams um, yeah but well, you could make it pretty similar. I, I feel like for a lot of the stuff, right? Like when you look at Chamber, yeah, I feel like you could absolutely make it much closer. Um, but I I think there's also the potential that, you know, as the game has gone on, the the artwork team has been, you know, perhaps outpacing what the developers can like, put out if that makes sense like they're going for they're they're going for like more unique detailed and very specific like character designs Mm -hmm. that like perhaps the the dev team just can't you know necessarily recreate that or another thing you got to consider is like who do i see is like small like neon has to have the same hitboxes as ko yeah you know right so like that that's limiting in game for that purpose. No, I think it'd be interesting. And they do fudge the lines a little bit between like the actual yeah. hitboxes and the character models, but it can't be right. too right. drastic. But it can't be dramatic, yeah. right? 
Because otherwise, like, you know, he made brim thick as fuck. And I feel like I'm hitting brim in, like, the side of his shoulder or whatever. But, like, that's just because he's twice as wide as his fucking hitbox is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, that's just not going to work out super well. well he's got um, an ass that's twice as big as his hitbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, brim's hiding in a little cubby and is, like, playing anti-flash. And his ass is sticking halfway out into the angle. Yep. Um. Uh, all right. Well, where where are we putting Fade here? Well, I guess what I was building up to is even though her in-game art is like startlingly different from her artwork, mm-hmm. I actually do kind of dig her in-game art. Like I I don't feel like it's worse, it's just like startlingly and confusingly not the same. So I I feel like the artwork for me is like a B and in-game is like a B. Yeah, B-tier? I'd put her B tier. Yeah, I'm going double B. Okay. So let's go. Let's let's look at some of these larger tiers here, right? Like we got uh, like specifically. We'll just go bottom up. Just cover all the tiers. Store. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So bottom up. I'm fine with the Cipher Astro. Wait. Well, I when, feel like I feel like uh, left or right the higher. Like I feel like right uh, is the lower. Yeah, I think yeah, right yeah. is like the, the lowest. farther the farther the right you are, the lower you are. Yeah, I feel so like Astra is more tragic than Cypher. I agree. Okay, yeah. so we can swap those around. Yep. Um, now, we're into the C tier here. Does anybody want to... So, you, we should pre- since, we, since people aren't seeing this yeah, in yeah, real yeah. time, like, in case you listen to it before you see the image, so D tier is now definitively Astra, then Cypher. Um, Alright, how do we feel about the C tier here? C tier has Omen, got- Breach... Raise Sky Yoru Ko. Mm-hmm. I mean, Anybody I have no strong opinions. I feel yeah, like I the tiers really. are big enough buckets for me that I don't. I don't care how they're like drawn up in the tiers. You know, I feel like Breach should be moved to the front of C tier. That's really the only thing that's coming to mind for me. Yeah, Breach at the front. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So now into the B tier. But before, you know, quick summary. So for okay. C, we have Breach, Omen, Raze, Sky, Yoru, Ko. Yeah, I feel like yeah. we, we don't necessarily need the summary at the end because, like, this is the image I'm going to be posting. Yeah, but I'm, I'm right thinking, like, what end. if someone downloads this podcast while they're driving somewhere and, like, they can't look at the mm-hmm. image or whatever? Okay, you know, fair that, that, That's just my thought. Uh, that's when I listen to podcasts a lot. Yeah. Okay. So in the I wouldn't go fucking look at the image. Um... <laughs> Like fairly fine. I'm definitely gonna have to put Reyna over Viper. Um, oh, it makes me sad. Gonna happen. I I feel like we need to move Brim all the way to the front of B. As being Brim the to most? the front of B tier. I yeah, I would yeah. go Brim is under um both Neon and Fade. Yeah, that's what that's what I'm thinking too. He's Daddy Brim. Yeah, but like. Big also Daddy. Dude. Yeah, but I feel like you can recognize hotness when you see it, even if you're a dude. Yeah, but he's got that, like, that older, like, George Clooney kind of vibe, you know? Okay. Just well, not, you know, not as would... hot. Yeah, got like, it, I just wouldn't it. necessarily walk up and be like, oh, that guy's really attractive. Because, like, he's got the, the older, more sophisticated gentleman kind of thing going on. All right, all right. So, I feel uh, like he, I, he's, I can... not a, he's not a head turner. 
Got it. Got it. But like, you know, I'm not going to lie though. Everyone's, uh, everyone's heads are going to be turning when his uh, rear end can't fit through the door. (laughs) And so he just breaks the door frame down and he enters the bar. (laughs) That's true. That's that's going to turn some heads. Yeah. So are we happy with how this tier sits? Yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with this. B tier, we got neon fade, brim, reina, viper chamber. Mm-hmm. All right, A tier. We have A-tier. currently Jet, Phoenix, Killjoy, and I might argue I'm... that Killjoy goes at the front of A tier. Over Jet, Ooh. I could, I could maybe uh, see it. Yeah, I'd, I'd say Killjoy over Phoenix. They're all pretty equal. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. That is a tough one. That is a really tough one. It's a tough one. I, I'm kind of happy to sort of call it a tie up in A because yeah. I feel like it really depends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So A, we That's have equally good. Yeah. And then yeah. So A, we're looking at Jet, Phoenix, and Kildare. But all like just kind of right there in the same spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And then we got S tier being Sage Sova, which I feel like is is pretty solidified. Totally fine as is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that Sage is more attractive than Sova. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Very nice. Um, wow, this is absolutely the most like game-defining, important work we've done on this podcast. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Like this is really gonna change the meta for the pro scene. Yeah, um, I mean, you have to go by the hot list now if you're picking characters. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like yeah. when you're playing melee, right? And then there's the tier list, and then there's the stick list. And, like, being high on the sick list is really important. Mm. Being high on the tier list, not so much. Like, when you play Valorant, you gotta you gotta be high on the hot list. <laughs> and you have to be that as a person as well. Your, your rank in-game correlates to a combination of how hot the agents are that you pick and how hot you are IRL. <laughs> um, Hunter, off the top of your head, do you happen to know the, the screenshot? Shortcut. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I use Alt F one because that Gmail's experience does it. Oh, okay, oh, I got fucking it. It's print screen. No Windows Shift F. <laughs> got it. Like I oh. should cut that out of the podcast. You asking me that, but it's so funny that you needed to ask. I think I'm gonna leave it. <laughs> okay, but also I absolutely fucking despise visual elements to podcasts, so it's so funny that this is one of the topics that we've had. Um as somebody who never watches a video if a podcast has that because I'm driving or working. Um I don't know. I think everybody at least in this situation can picture all the agents. Like everybody knows what the fuck they look like. We stare at them for a couple hours a day, pretty much. So um the visual it was not the most important there. I would tend right. to agree. Let us know in the Discord if you hated that segment uh-huh. <laughs> because you only listen. Yeah, if that segment is very disliked, then we don't need to do anything like it in the future. But like um. perhaps we might pull up that old list anytime a new agent comes out and see uh there we see where we can slot them in. Sounds um, good. Okay, so one more minor thing that I want to get over before we head to the meat and potatoes of the uh, the snake trap here. Um, if you were to introduce this game to one of your buddies, say, tomorrow, what one major tip would you give them 
to try and help them improve at the game. So keep in mind, we're talking about a new player who let's assume that they've got some FPS experience. And so like they understand the mechanics of the game, despite them perhaps not being great at it. Important question. Are we talking CS or no? Because I feel like having CS experience is very different from general. No, I would, I would say no. I, I'd say, I'm going to say, yeah, yeah, no CS experience. That's what I was thinking as well. But other first person shooter experience, like on PC. So you understand like the general concepts of, of how to, you know, move your character and aim at the same time. I mean, yeah, things like that. Even if you haven't had FPS experience, like I'm thinking of this question more like, you know, this is somebody who knows how to play the game. You know, like that you don't you're not describing to them like, oh, when you're on attack, you want to plant the bomb, right? Like that's Mm -hmm. not what we're giving them as a tip, right? The game has been described to them, and they can move around Mm -hmm. and and click the fire button. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And let's go as far as to say that, like, you know, they've they've played enough games to get into comp. Yeah. Right? To make them eligible for comp, which I don't know how many games it takes to get to level 20, but, like, you, you get the idea. Yeah. So, so they're, you... not, they're not, like, an absolute beginner, but I, I get it. Like, this mm-hmm. is just, like, for somebody who's new to the game, what's the what's the biggest tip for, for how to play, how to get better and improve? Um, anything spring to mind for you guys? I mean, I've got mine, but also I had time to, you know, pre-consider this. Mm. So I can start it off if you guys are still going to take a minute to think about it. I mean, I'll say that the first thing that popped into my mind was uh, crosshair placement as being the Mm. biggest thing. Um, Because I think that that's something huge that, like, from like the iron ranks to like where I am now, I've improved on a ton and I think it absolutely helps me because it's not having like, you don't need to have perfect crosshair placement. Like you would in, in high ELO where, you know, every time they pick a corner at whatever range from whatever angle you're going to be on their head. Right. It's more like just running around with your gun up. Right. Right. Like, you get someone that first starts playing the game, oftentimes they're running around um, and their crosshair is placed at the floor. And it just takes longer to react to somebody appearing on your screen. Uh, and you're probably not going to be hitting them anywhere near the chest or body, like chest or, or head. So, yeah, what's, inter- yeah. what's interesting, though, that you mentioned that is I feel like the idea of having your crosshair at head height is more of a problem for people who have other FPS experience because there are a lot of FPSs where the gun takes up more of the screen, so it's helpful to point your crosshair down. Whereas, like, my dad, he certainly has had plenty of problems getting used to Valorant, but he hasn't had the same problem of tending to point at the floor as a lot of people coming from other FPS games. Hmm, That's interesting. I was going to say that you probably have a lot of experience with this recently because you've completely taught your dad how to play the game. Um, Yeah. So you would know exactly what helped him the most. Um I'd say just for myself, which I had never played any PC game, mm-hmm. right? I've like I'm not a video game guy in general. It, like over my life, I have not played video games. I played like fucking Guitar Hero as a kid, and I, <laughs> and I had a Wii like everybody. Um, and so this is my first like PC game, my first real like video game. I would say other than playing Melee for a little bit, um. And I, I had a big problem 
like running around with my crosshair on the floor. So maybe that just varies to from person to person. Yeah, it's not it something be, your dad yeah. had to deal with, but it's also something that I see a lot when you know I'm playing with lower ranked players. Um, mm -hmm. If I'm queuing with some of the people that we're friends with that are in iron, like I'll be flipping around to different cams on our team, and people will be running around with their crosshair everywhere. Mm -hmm. Like it's just a very common issue that I see. So that that would be my number one tip for for how to get better at the game. It just it makes your movement easier. It makes shooting people easier. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I'd say like that, that's kind of a skill that I picked up back when I was playing destiny on like the more competitive side. Obviously there's no true competitive aspect to that game, but like, you know, obviously I want to be better than people when I'm doing PVE and stuff. Um, and so that was, that was a big thing that I learned from that game was just like, yeah, you, you want to have your crosshair at head level pretty much all the time and then also you want to basically like pre-aim the angles that you think people are going to be in when you swing out like so th those are two skills that like i had worked on prior to playing valorant but i understand how that could be you know like that could very well be something that like a bunch of people who just start playing the game definitely don't have that experience with yeah and like i said like when you just start playing it's not essential that your crosshair is on their head exactly all the time right it's just looking up right if you're if you're in the general realm then you're going to be able to get there faster and be able to react to it um so yeah that's interesting it's you know i i definitely agree chase that even if my dad hasn't struggled with it as much as with other things I, I totally agree that, you know, a lot of players in the lower ranks have to deal with it. And uh, I've, you know, I have gotten better at it over time as well. Mm -hmm. Um. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd say like one of the things that I'd like, you know, definitely toss out there is like, especially considering how we said you don't have CS experience, understanding the way that the recoil works in this game is definitely important. But, yeah. um, I was going to say, like, my my tip would be to understand how to play off your team's utility. Um, or just, like, off your teammates, like, in general, right? Knowing knowing when to swing off someone's contact, knowing when to follow somebody up, um, knowing what their, util their utility is doing and what benefit that gives you, right? Like, if somebody is going to... If somebody's gonna molly out a corner, right? You you hold that for a split second to see if anybody swings out from that corner, and then if nobody does, you know that corner is cleared. There's no reason to clear that when you then push out onto site. Um, mm -hmm. Or you know things like you know like oh they just flashed behind, like you know let's just say they flashed into site, right? It's like okay these are these are the angles that like. If you were playing, you would have been flashed on. These are the ones that, like, you would not be flashed if you were playing there. Um, like, these are the ones that I should be holding because, this, or that I should be clearing because someone there, or someone who is playing there, would not be flashed. Like, th things like that, um, I, I would say is, is one of the, like, the bigger things that I think you would get, or you'd see a lot of improvement off of just by keeping in mind just like how to 
you know, how to work with your your teammates, even if you're not executing like high tiered plays or anything. See, now in, in broad strokes, in general terms, yes, absolutely. You're right. Um, but I like to pick up on a couple of things. Um, just I'm going to rewind for a second before we get too far yeah. away from it and say when you're talking about recoil, I would barely mention that to somebody who's playing new. Um, when I first downloaded this game, Cass like brought up all of these fucking recoil patterns for the AK and CS and for <laughs> and for how how to pull down and go left to right and move your mouse so that you aim like here in, in Valorant too. And I'm like, it's all lost on me. To this day, I have no fucking idea how to control my recoil. Like I just I'm not a sprayer, right? I'm not gonna spray and, and get seven bullets in a straight line. That's not gonna happen. So I don't do that. Right. And I've gotten to this point where I feel like I'm competent at the game without memorizing the recoil of all of my guns. And I, so I think that there's no reason to confuse a new player by talking about recoil patterns other than the fact that if you hold down the trigger, the bullet is firing not where your crosshair is. That, that was the main thing I was getting at. No, I don't think it's necessarily worthwhile for you to you know, learn how much to pull down on each gun so that your bullets are generally going to the to the same space, right? And, like, at least for for the Phantom and Vandal, like, I do have a good understanding for, like, the first seven bullets from each, like, you know, for, like, the first seven bullets that I'm firing. I've got a pretty good idea of how to get them into, like, a pretty tight cluster. Like, I just know how much I need to pull down and when I need to pull down. But I, But I think just the knowledge that recoil works the way that it does and that if you do want your bullets to generally speaking go straight that you are going to have to to drag your crosshair down while you're firing because now I, that i agree with more but it's you it's not over complicating things right it's no, not telling no, no. them I, this I, is what yeah, the recoil pattern looks like yeah. memorize no, it i 100 agree with that there's like there there is no need to like fully try to memorize a recoil pattern yeah, it's it's because. more like just general tip of mm-hmm. knowing, hey, if I hold down the trigger where it looks like my bullets are going to go on my screen is not where they're going because that's not how it works, right? Mm-hmm. Like, it, it also doesn't work like a recoil pattern to memorize in Valorant either. Yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, gen- generally it does, but not, not in the exact that CS is, so. Well, it's much more about like a general way to handle recoil in Valorant versus CS being like you move a certain way and actually make the bullets go in a straight line. Yeah. Like that's not possible in Valorant. Obviously. Right. Right. Um, but then the second part is yes. Knowing all of this stuff about how to play off utility, when to peak things like, yeah, all, all that's great information, but Jesus Christ, that's way too much. Right. If I'm going to say like the, the one tip, for for knowing how to like for getting better at this game when you're new is to memorize exactly how to play off of every piece of utility when to peek when to play off your opponents when to play off the, the utility that you have when to not okay, have your utility I, I in your like hand that, is like no no i feel like you're getting too specific with that i'm saying more <laughs> is like like i'm saying this more as a general rule of thumb right like, okay like, sure but but you even brought up yeah, I you even brought up, like, up uh, which sure. angles to would be flash and not flash, and what to clear when pushing sure, onto like, site with a flash. Like, that's way too much information. 
Yes, that that I, I, I do agree with you. Yes, that's a lot of information. But like, again, that was just something I was like bringing up as an example. No, for the most part, I think it's just about like, like I am leaning more into into the basics here, right? Of just like how the different pieces of utility work in this game, and what they are aimed to achieve. I, I get where you're coming from on that. Yeah. So how would you phrase that to somebody, right? As if someone was like, "Hey, you know, I'm new to the game. What's one? What's a tip that you have for me?" I guess the way I'd phrase it is. You should learn what, like, what each character's utility does. And now that's not to say that you have to go to fucking Valorant Wikipedia or whatever and, like, read the description and understand the minutia of each ability. But, like, it's just like, okay, like, you know, like, Sky has a flash or, like, her dog is basically, like, very similar to, like, a Sova drone or, like, Sova's recon gives you temporary wall hacks. Like, um, you know, Brim, Brim has like a Molly and like a couple of smokes, you know, like this, things like that, just to like know what each character can do and like what the point of their, their abilities are. And like, you don't have to learn them all at once, but for the most part, you're going to see quite a few agents while you play. And so, you know, within, and again, we said that like this person should have played enough games to have gotten to comp ready. Right, so you've probably seen the majority, if not all, of the agents in-game at some point. Yeah, no, I know I was giving you shit for being too complicated, but that's exactly mm -hmm. what I was going to bring up, is we're talking about somebody who's been playing for a little bit here. They know what the agents do. Right. They know that Brimstone has smokes and that Sky has flashes. Yeah. Right, like, that's just so basic, I don't think that that's a tip. Right, I think there, no, there's, a, like... there's a median in between your two points here, where it's like... You understand what your opponent is trying to achieve with the utility that they're throwing out. Well, I was going to say more so your own team than the opponents. Or yeah, either way is understand sure. what yeah. like okay, you know if if this smoke is thrown here, I I understand that they're probably going to be pushing from here because they're trying to block off this angle, right? Like that that kind of thing of. You know, le less complicated than than the initial like know everything and how to play off yeah. thing when to peak, but more like general game knowledge of um, how to interpret that utility. Like learn how to interpret utility so that you know what your opponent is planning on doing based on the utility, or you know what your teammates are thinking based on how they're using their yeah. utility. I would also go as far as to say you should know every post plant lineup in the game. <laughs> for every character who has lineups yeah. yeah yeah every character has a lineup you should know it so that like when the other team is gonna post plant fuck you you can uh you can flank their position or even better yet you learn counter post plant lineups no. <laughs> or, or even better than that you learn odin wallbang post plant lineups <laughs> so it's like oh they're playing post plant with the viper the viper is going to be standing over here uh mm. to to get the the whatever they're called the snake bite what are her snake bites yeah. onto the spike uh i've got a brim lineup that lands on the area that piper <laughs> needs to be standing in <laughs> that would be hilarious yeah i haven't really seen oh that actually but that yeah, would be i don't think i've seen yeah. that either that would be crazy i i have seen people um 
either Sova or Brim Alt. Like um like a lineup spot. Mm-hmm. It's like I've like I've seen somebody like I I've I very clearly remember somebody brim alting like where the Viper was standing for her lineup. He's like, Oh, I also play Viper on this map. I know where that lineup's coming from. Brim alt. Yeah, uh, that's much easier than obviously planning yeah, yeah, out yeah. lineups for, for right. counterplay. Um, and I think that that lineup for counterplay is much more situational because sometimes by the time you realize they're playing post-plant lineups, it's too late. They or shot them fine. off. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, quick aside is that, you know, Cass always gave me shit for not knowing post-plant lineups on Brim, and now I know one. Let's go. Moving up in the world. Yeah, there was a dude in, in a game the other day who who taught me a post-plant lineup on Haven, and now I know a single one for, but. A site Haven. Haven. And it won us around. It did win us around, yeah. Let's yeah. go. Admittedly, the only reason we run the round was because Reyna on their team was being stupid. No, I mean if if she didn't tap it, it would have blown up. No, I think she had time to wait out the Molly because it was like you were in a one v two when you sent your Molly off, right? Yeah. And Reyna was like stupid low health. Um, but went to go tap the spike. And I, I think this was actually a bug that one of the um, that Riot addressed, in which Brim's Molly still does the same amount of damage over time, but it used to hit in chunks of fifteen instead of it being yeah. like five, 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 five. Like it used to hit in chunks of fifteen. And so what I think happened is, uh, like the Reyna ran up to to tap or to, like, get on the defuse, got hit by one instance of the Brim Molly, died, and Sage, assuming the Reyna was just going to get the defuse, had already been running away from sight. Like, she ran into, like, a lobby. And then by the time the Reyna died, Sage didn't have time to run back and get the defuse. But oh, I think yeah. The Sage at full out, health could have probably tanked it enough. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like, think like I, the Reyna could have diffused at all, but I think that the hmm. Sage before the Molly went away could have tanked part of it. On and tanked yeah. it. Yeah. Either way, they played that very poorly, it sounds like. Oh, yeah, they definitely did. Yeah, I mean, but, like, also, it's just kind of one of those things that, like, you know, I've had a situation in which, like, we almost lost the round because I wasn't paying attention, and I was just running to go get a gun, like, after a thrifty. And the person on our team who was on spike was planning on halving it and then giving defuse to me because they had all. And yeah. so they were like, they, they jumped off it, started running away to go grab a gun and were like, oh, chamber, like take defuse for all. Uh, like without realizing that, like I was way too far away to get back in time at this point. Um, and like, it ended up being pretty close. Like, yeah, we eventually worked it out and we got the defuse but like i had to come back to him just like dude like i'm too i'm too far like like you, you gotta you gotta get back there and stick that uh like i'm I'm not gonna make it in time um yeah i feel like it was just like a similar situation to that like probably just not ideal communication and somebody had something else in mind like oh i want that gun or like oh i know there's an operator down let me go grab that yeah. All right. Back back to the original yeah. topic here. Uh, Hunter, have you been thinking about what you would say? Yeah. Well, you guys have some. You guys had some very detailed uh, 
you know, instructive tips, but I kind of went, took a step back and thought more generally. And my tip to a new player would be embrace the chaos. Um, you know, there's a, I, I would expound on that to say that there are a lot of times when, you know, shit hits the fan in a, in a round of Valorant and, you know, and people are taking it seriously and getting really angry or upset, or there's just like an overwhelming amount of information to process. And I've definitely noticed this when working with my, working with my dad of just how hard he has to think about the game. And, uh, I just feel like just enjoying the ride and being like, whoa, there's a bunch of colors on my screen right now. <laughs> Let me see if I can get some cool kill sound effects. Just like taking a, a, a lighthearted approach to the game, I think is honestly will help you. Uh, as long as you're not like, I'm not saying put on a, a podcast and, uh, you know, AFK and games, but it, keeping a fun spirit about things will be helpful to your enjoyment and for learning. So you're saying a couple grams of shrooms and then play a game. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what I do with my dad. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. <laughs> that would be funny, but no, that is not what we did. I like that. I like that. Just like I definitely see when people get into these like mid round situations where, you know, a bunch of people are pushing onto site or, you know, utilities flying, the bombs ticking down, you don't have enough time. Yeah. And people just get overwhelmed, they shut down. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's like they're trying to think about how everything that they're currently seeing all fits together to form a full picture. Right. Right. And so I think that unless that's already like at some point that just becomes second nature to you of like, you understand how it's all working together. Um, but if you're not at that point yet, which, you know, a new player wouldn't be then. Yeah. Just saying, embrace it, ignore it. Just do what you think is right. Like just, just run in there. Just, throw your utility, do, do whatever. And, mm -hmm. and just keep playing the game. Uh, be calm with it is, is a really good tip. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, what you were saying in terms of just going for something, um, it reminds me of a, a quote my coach used to say. And when I played high school football, which is if you make a mistake, make it at 100%. And yeah, I, I, I totally agree. That's the way to learn. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a good quote. I like that. The original one I said, or my coach's quote? No, the coach's quote. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I agree. It's it's really stuck with me clearly by the fact that I remember it all the a couple of years later. Well, couples in so, like, like several I, years I, later. I know like a slightly <laughs> different version, and mine is like the way that I know it as probably doesn't sound as good as the way Hunter just said that, but like it's like the idea of like you know a bad decision that you commit to can often work out better than a good decision you don't fully commit to. Mm. Interesting. It's like, it, it, even if what you're doing is not optimal, or like, not the right idea, right? Like, for example, like, you lose two people early in the round. You're 3v5, and your team decides, you know, like, we're going to barrel onto a site where we know that there's either four or all five of the enemy team here. If you commit to that, that can work out better than you like being very wishy-washy of like pulling back and maybe rotating to the other side. It's like, so long as you guys are on the same page and you're going to commit to it and you're going to go for it, even if it's not the right call, it can often work out better than making the right call, but not fully committing to it. Yeah. Just wavering. Um, mm -hmm. 
Now, I think that Cash tries to take his own advice a little bit too too often where where he misinterprets that quote and instead of um you know making the bad decision and, and going for it, um he well he does that. But he could have also <laughs> made another decision and gone for it that would have been better. Uh it's the it's the wavering that, that you should try to avoid. Right? Yeah. Obviously a, a good decision that you commit to is better than a bad decision you commit to. But yes, a bad decision you commit to is better than a good one you don't. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, you know, there's a perfect example of what you're describing, Chase. That happened just this week when playing a game. Um, uh, Cass was playing Jet. I was playing Yoru. We were on offense on Haven. We were smoked off in Garage. Uh, we're both in the smoke, like thinking, thinking if we're if we're going to commit to the site. Cass asked me, "Are, are we going to go in?" And I say, yeah. And I start, I send my TP orb out as Yoru. I start giving him a countdown. Three, two, one. Cass goes on like two. Yeah. <laughs> like I was going to, I was going to flash right before I said one so that the flash pops and Cass can go in. I'll TP. It's like a, a nice setup, but instead Cass sent it early. Now I was like, oh, well, I don't, I can't really use my flash. So I don't want to blind Cass. Turns out I wouldn't have blinded him where he was going, but I didn't know that. And so you know, I committed to the plan, even though it wa- even though it wasn't good anymore, and TP'd in and died. So you know, I, I followed yeah, that I philosophy. I, I don't. But unfortunately, okay. <laughs> the round so, was a disaster. Unfortunately, I didn't. I didn't clip that, so I can't go back and confirm this. Mm-hmm. But what I think happened is my dash timer was about to expire. You didn't say that at the time because I yeah, was. Yeah, no, definitely did There's no way I said it at the time. But what I think happened is right off barrier oh. drop, I popped my dash. And then as we oh. pushed up into garage and then got smoked off, like, like you get an audio cue as jet when your dash is like about to expire. And so I okay. think we were sitting in the smoke and then I got that audio cue and I'm like, oh, fuck. Now we're never. I see. Okay. And that makes a lot it. more sense. So like that's, because that's I was thinking, a little tilted after that round. That's what I'm thinking <laughs> happened when I think yeah. back on it. But like, I didn't clip it. So I can't confirm that. Makes sense. Makes sense. That, that, makes sense. But like. Yeah. Like, I but, didn't think about that when we talked about it after that round. Yeah. But, like, in hindsight, I'm pretty sure that's what was going on. It's like, I got that audio cue, and I was just like, ah, shit. Like, if I'm going to go, it's got to be now. Um, but, yeah, at any rate. Yeah, um, but before you, before you had that explanation, I was going to say that's a good example also of the uh, understanding what your team is doing with their utility right as soon as you place yeah. a teleport to that site you should know that your yoru wants to flash tp in right <laughs> and so then not peeking that uh while they're while they're going to flash it makes the most mm-hmm. sense here yeah the other well, context yeah, I mean, which i've said several podcasts ago is that if i'm playing yoru and i throw out a flash Cass could be on a different map. He will find a way to no clip into <laughs> a position where he, yes. No, no, that's that's so. more that's more when Chase plays KO. Like <laughs> I, I remember one of the first matches Chase tried playing KO on Ascent. Yeah, you've brought this I up. I swear many to times. God, I got I got hit by both of his flashes every round. You understand if you go to track. Trying to figure played, out if this is the second or the third time you've brought this at, up on podcast. At least the third. it's like the fifth or sixth time you brought it up. And you make it seem you make it seem like I play <laughs> KO often, and in your head I do play KO often because every time I bring up this stat, you're like, "No way! I've played like ten games as KO ever." Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> well, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was somebody. 
somebody just locked. Uh, I think it was before you really started picking up the brim, and somebody had locked Sova. Maybe, or this happened. is like an unrated or something. But I know exactly the game you're talking about. Mm-hmm. It could have just been an unrated, and I was fucking around right, with Right, maybe. But yeah, um, so basically, to recap, our mm-hmm. our three pieces of advice to somebody um, would be uh, keep your head up, uh, embrace the chaos, embrace the chaos, and understand how utility works. <laughs> I still don't know a good way to phrase this. One of them is a little less catchy than the other two. Yeah. <laughs> um. But all of oh, them are good advice. I yeah. think. All of them are legitimately good advice to give to a new player. Shall we move on to the snake draft here? Yeah, let's I go. am very That's excited right. for the snake jet draft. Yeah, let's okay. go. Okay, so um, in this, we, we are building our ideal Valorant rosters professional well, valorant exactly. rosters we're not building our ideal ones because there's a high chance that one of you two fucks are going to take somebody i want well yeah we're we're building the best we can <laughs> yeah but we're building valorant professional rosters like yeah. a, as if this is a uh, fantasy valorant league uh and no yeah you want to go cast Yo, okay, I was going to say, there, there are a couple things to keep in mind, and I'm assuming you guys have planned out what you're going to do in a similar manner, but, like, no, unlike a fantasy league where you're just trying to get, like, the best statistical players, like, I'm actually trying to, like, build a team, if that makes sense. Right, right. Yeah. Like, I'm not just going to be like, oh, I want... All jet memes. Like, yeah, like all yeah. these guys who will constantly top frag on the like on the leaderboard. No, the point of this uh, is to have someone that, that fills each role on your team that could actually yeah. be a five stack in in a professional game. Right. Um Yeah, so that that was the only thing I wanted to say is because like it's not quite the same as fantasy in that regard, but like I understand what you're like the analogy you're going for and like how that's gonna work. Um Okay, so the way the picks are going to work is I'm picking first, followed by Hunter, and Chase is bringing up the rear. But because we're doing a snake draft, Chase gets both picks three and four, and then it goes back to Hunter, and then me, and then, you know, so on and so forth. Um, if you didn't un- or like know how a snake draft works, and if that's not the best description of it, I'm sure you'll understand very quickly as we get into this here. Um Another important thing is that the pool of people that we're able to choose from is only the 12 teams that are currently in group stage in North America. Yes. And oh, we oh, we're not said, doing worldwide. We're doing uh, North America. No, yeah. just okay. NA okay. and benched players are not eligible to be drafted. What if they played today? If you want to pick up Raucus, you may take Raucus. <laughs> 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 that would be quite a I don't think you're gonna get competition from me or Cass on Rockus though, so Yeah. Okay. They have played we'll 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 say if they've played a game, right? So I think what does that mean? That poached and flya for phase are both available. And uh Zeta. Yes, Zeta is also available. Yeah. 
Um, so if they have played a game in the NA closed qualifiers, they are eligible to be drafted. Okay. Um, do one of you guys want to pull open like a, a Word document or something and, and record all this? Well, Word. it's almost yeah, like we're, uh, we're recording this on a podcast. No, no, but I meant like, you know, <laughs> somebody who can then toss a stream up so I can like see who everybody's drafted. So oh, you don't yeah, get yeah, into I... the scenario of, oh, I'm going to take this person. And then Hunter's like, oh, no, you can't do that. I, I took them two rounds ago or whatever. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll, I'm working on it right now. Okay. Okay. Great. We, we like, can do I, that. I don't think it needs to be super complicated, but like, it'd just be nice to just like have a, a sheet right there that shows who has and who has not been picked yet, just for clarity purposes. Yeah, that's great. Um, okay, well, I definitely don't have the first pick, so if we want to hop into it. Yeah, uh, I, I do have the first pick, and I'm going to come rigged. out of left field here and fucking take yay. Oh, wow, that, that is a spicy take. Bullshit pick. Spicy. Bullshit. Hot, uh, <laughs> hot take here. Wow, I, I I never saw that one coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, Who are you taking? It's funny. I was I thought we were doing the world draft, so I was all like ready for that one, and I am ready for this, but not as much. Anyway, um, I'm going to go for uh, Asuna here. Okay, well, those are two, those are two obvious picks, and both of them were obviously on my team that I wanted. So uh, this is gonna be this is gonna be tough. Um. But I guess I am going to take uh, Marv as my smokes player. I mean, I had to, I had to get one at least that's like an, an obvious, and yeah, then no. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go ahead and take Victor. Oh, as my second pick. Very cool. Very cool. Okay, See, so I was Victor... thinking that Marv could potentially slide under the radar. No, absolutely Ooh. not. And like <laughs> Cass and I have already talked about this uh, a little bit because we were we weren't talking about the draft style, but about what our actual teams would be. So I have an idea of what Cass is going to pick, um, and he has an idea of what I'm going to pick. And he should have known Ooh. that Marv was on my team from the get go. <laughs> so unfortunately, yeah, but but I but I didn't. So find another fucking smokes player. <laughs> I'm well, with on pick it. five, I'm picking Vanity for my IGL. All right, all right. Okay. Uh, okay, so I got two picks here. All right, well, I'm going to go full send on taking tens as well. Oh, oh shit. That wow, is full that, that send. is a hot take. Wow, you're going to have yay tens. So you're going to yeah, run we're, chamber we're, jet every map. Yeah, we're we're <laughs> just going to... If, if we kill the enemy team, they can't win. Uh, okay mm-hmm. I need uh, who do I want now that's a good question because uh, you, you only have you have two jet players <laughs> like, <laughs> you didn't have else Yay, Yay <laughs> has not touched jet I know he's a, he's a chamber this close qualifier like he has exclusively played chamber um no, we're actually going to get wild with it with one of my later picks too uh, but let's see. I am going to take. Who do I want? Fuck, this is hard. Um, I 
Well, Cass's pick is in. Moving on to uh, me. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to take Sabrosa. Oh. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that is a, uh, you know, it's one of those draft need, picks that leaves the, leaves the analysts scratching their heads. Yeah, go ahead. Like, I need someone who IGLs and I need someone who plays smokes. Yeah, yeah. You guys, both of them. you guys know too much about this. Like, I am obviously not <laughs> qualified for this at all because, like, I'm looking here at the uh, like Liquipedia on everything, and I see I'm like I recognize all the fucking names, right? I look at each team. I'm like, okay, yeah, I know that these play players play for TSM, but mm-hmm. I don't know what their roles are. Hmm. Who's the IGL? Okay, TSM was a bad example because I know that Sabros is the IGL, but. Like for uh, Sabrosa actually only calls on attack. Okay, but for say LG, I have no fucking idea who their IGL is. Yeah, I uh, can't remember off the top of my yeah, head. Let me see. I don't know who LG's IGL is. And and to be yeah, honest, if, you... like, if I were to be like, oh yeah, I know that this player plays, you know, Viper and uh, Ko. I like, there's no chance I, I know that for for all these players. So I, I'm kind of <laughs> yeah at a knowledge disadvantage here. But any, anyway, uh, that's just a, an L. That's, that's a John. Yeah, it's a John for when uh, when I obviously have the worst team here. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Chase, one thing that ha- has helped me when I was preparing for this is you can right-click on a team and, like, bring up the team in Liquidpedia, and there'll be, like, a crown by the person who's the IGL. In oh, that really? That's... Yeah. Wow. Um, like if you, so I didn't know who was L, who was the uh, IGL for LG, and then I just clicked on them, and it's dazzled. It's dazzled by him. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Good. Yep. Good to know. Well, while you talk about your next pick, I'm going to go through a couple of people here. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, all right. So my next pick is going to be the Clutch God himself. Well, it sounds like Hiko. Hiko is the Clutch God. Uh, Hiko's disciple. Um, uh, excellent Sky player, Trent. Okay. Trent. Um Shit. Okay. Uh, I that was not enough time for me at all. Um <laughs> You can take a little more time. We can we can fill some time. No, here. that's okay. I'm going to I'm going to go back to you know a similar role here. We're going to go with that with that flex flex roll and I'm gonna pick Kimpeki. Ooh. Um, is that how you spell his name? I have to check. <laughs> I think it is. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, um, yeah, cool. Yeah, I mean I think a little bit of a uh a surprise pick maybe, but uh I yeah. I think that Kimpeki does extremely well on that role and I, mm-hmm. I l- really like watching him in game, so I think it'd be it'd be dope to have him on the team. Um Okay, what do I still need here? I need like uh, a sentinel, maybe. Fuck. Um, you don't have an IGL yet. Now, obviously, you could anyone just can IGL. Pick, Come on. Yeah, you could just pick somebody and say they're going to be the IGL. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like you don't necessarily need to pick one, but like that is something that your team currently, I don't think, has. All right. Um, also, I'm. I, I got it. I got it. I'm picking Boostio. Okay. Cool. Cool. I like Boostio. And Boostio, like Boostio is going to be my my IGL. Okay. Cool. Cool. All right, Hunter. Who are you taking? Yes. Uh, let me 
type this so I can then think. Uh, oh, yeah. Jonah P. I am taking for Smokes. Okay. Do we all we have Smokes Jonah at this point? He plays Smokes. What? Yeah, Jonah P. P is a Smokes player. Oh, I didn't know Jonah P. played Smokes. I thought mm-hmm. he played, um, or I thought he flexed. Well, okay, to, to be fair... Jet Rays. Okay, so to be fair, when I... Okay, well, here's the thing. When I made this list, I made this list several weeks ago, and yeah. I think he switched from playing Smokes to Flex during that time. Okay. So, uh... I guess. Why well, you can you can say yeah, he's I playing mean, smokes for you. Most players yeah, at this yeah, level can smokes, play yeah. a variety yeah. of characters, yeah. right? So you can you can yeah, fl- yeah. you can flex. <laughs> their put roles. it back on smokes whether he likes it or not. <laughs> he's gonna play smokes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I get my two picks to finish my team off, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. You better I'm not take Sam my last and pick. EU. Hmm. Thom's gonna flex, and EU's gonna flex. <laughs> it's not how you spell I feel name. like that's close. That's close to how you spell EU. It's E E I U. Uh, oh, it's E E I U. Okay, cool. So Cass takes Tom and E E I U. And okay, we'll we'll go through the final teams at the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I will. Um, I unsurprisingly had uh, Yay as my jet slash chamber player initially and also unsurprisingly he went very early on but i'm gonna <laughs> come out of uh left field a little bit i had been thinking of this pick since cast took yay but i i knew i wouldn't have much competition for it i'm gonna go for uh baby bay for my uh op slash jet chamber player mm-hmm. god damn it oh uh, no i stole it from you <laughs> yeah that's um... the, the last thing i the thing is i i strategically left this for last because i had four players on my list um for who could be my jet chamber. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, you wanted, yeah, you wanted to take the other people first. Yeah. So, cause I, I was like, I have people that I prefer, but I'll, I'll take the ones that I had less, uh, less options for. Right. 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 All right. So, um, yeah. yeah. So obviously my first two picks were, were yay. And then baby bay. Um, but coming on onto the third pick here, which I'm still absolutely fine with. Um, I'm going to take Saya Playa. Oh, <laughs> that's honestly really surprising that he uh, lasted this long in in this draft. Yeah, you took. I'm I'm interested to see that like you take like because the other one is Cryo, right? Yeah. So it was wait. It was no Saya one and picked Cryo. Cryo? Saya and Cryo were my last <laughs> two on this wild. list. because well, there's there's a lot of competition for the Jet yeah. Chamber role. Yeah, there's um, a ton. So those were the last two here and. It, right before I said it, I was wavering. Like, do I just go Saya or do I go Cryo instead? Um, but no, I'm confident in my, in my Saya pick. I, I like Saya. Yeah. Uh, and now, right. say, if we weren't limited, if I like... yeah. What do you mean if you weren't limited? I said if I if I wasn't limited to current teams, I would have picked Penny for this role, um, mm. because that's who I actually had on my ideal team when we were talking about it before. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because, dude, my penny stocks have always been high, but, like, fuck, they're still high, even though they're ab- the absolute shit right now. But, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm, down, I'm down with the, uh, with the Sia player pick. Yeah, I just went for, I just went for three jet mains. It's just, like, they're just gonna shoot shit. Yeah, that's a terrible team comp. What are you doing? <laughs> no, no, it's great. 
That's great, dude. Yeah, so just to be clear, Yale, now, that, okay, now that the draft is finished, first we'll yeah. start with Cass's team since he's chomping at the bit. So he's got Yay, Ten, Sabroza, Sam, and EU with uh, Sabroza as the IGL. Go yeah. ahead, Cass. Pitch our okay. team to so us. He, Pitch he, your team. Okay, here's the big thing, right? You just have unadulterated firepower between Tens and Yay, right? If one of them isn't having a good game, the other one's going to pick up the slack. Right. Okay. You okay. got two people who can absolutely pop off and single-handedly drag their team to a victory. Right. Um, now, some I like. So I'm really big into NRG. I think NRG is a, a really solid team. Um, and if you guys watched any of their last games, which I kind of feel like neither of you did. Um, well, there were a couple really interesting things. Number one, Som was playing a mega aggro omen on Breeze um, as a secondary smokes to uh, I think it was Hazed playing Viper. Um, That's kind of cool. And then in another game, he played uh, he played KO. Um, if you watch him on stream, he consistently plays oh no, he played a Neon. I think EU was playing the KO. But he, he consistently plays a variety of different agents to a pretty good level and it just happens to be that on his team he is the jet player so on maps that favor jet that's typically what you're going to see him on um but i think that he's a very underrated flex player who can fill a bunch of roles and is super aggressive and which works out really well with the tenzie combo uh and then eu i was just noticing is just a disgustingly mechanically good flex player. So I wanted to take him. Um, Sabrosa I picked up because of IGL and I need someone who can play smokes. Um, so that was that, that was the main idea there. But again, based on map, like like Som has play like Som does play Omen. So you know, if if the team comp needs, he could be the smokes player. There you have it. Sounds pretty solid. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that, that's why I'm that's why I'm high on my team. And yeah, I'm not as high on your team as the, you are, but it's it's right. it's a solid comp. Like I I went for the big firepower. Yeah, you have a lot of like, firepower there. Yeah, I got a lot of firepower. So is it fair for me to say that Yay is basically a perma chamber, and then Tens is like a duelist, which could vary between maps? Yeah. Okay. I'd, I'd say that's that's a fair way to put it. I mean, cool. you don't want to put tens on the raise. <laughs> well, so, people were let, pointing out he's had some real pop off games on raise, and then no, he's had he, some horrible games. Yeah, on he's raise. feast or famine. But yeah, if I mean tens is always feast or famine. But that's also why I took I took Yay and Sam as well. Now, to be perfectly honest, I did not think tens was going to come back to me. Like, wow, I I thought there was no way. Because I had like I had first pick, right? So I was like, I take yay. I feel Someone like there's not a chance in hell I get tens. Yeah, no, I yeah. mean that that's like what I was saying is I wanted to snatch up a couple of other obvious picks for for other roles, so that I didn't get hmm. like get stomped on yeah. on all the roles, you know? Right, because like my, my ideal team, right? Like assuming we weren't doing this draft order where you guys got to take people, is I'd have Marved in in my team uh, as the smokes player instead of Sabrosa. And then 
outside of that, I kind of got the exact team I wanted. I might have taken yep. Asuna over EU as flex. Got but it, like, got it. Like, I, I pretty much got the exact team I was looking for here, minus the Mard for Sabrosa pick. Yeah, it's it's uh, interesting. That's I, uh, interesting for sure. I would love to see that team play together. <laughs> see how it would work. You, you'd have um, some uh, some very interesting plays, I think. Yeah, I agree. Well, it might be it might be exciting is, to watch, but it might also get fucking rolled on. Yeah, it is possible. And one of the things is, I think they would be like they'd have maps that they dominate, and then they'd have maps that they probably just get a bit rolled on. I don't know. I don't even know if it's map dependent. If you're actually just on firepower, I mean, maybe if if the other team's just so good at setting up like plays. Mm-hmm. Because this team, it doesn't seem like is going to have the utility all the time to set up those plays in the ideal manner. But if you're just out aiming people, then you're out aiming people, right? You have yay and tens who are going to get kills for you. Yeah. Um, Now, taking Sabrosa as your IGL, I don't know if he's putting them in the right place, but it'll it'll be good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's probably, especially with his third pick, I think Sabrosa's IGL and Smokes is the most you know, eyebrow-raising pick. Because I understand the value pick of 10s at the position in the draft that you got him, even if the comp is a little weird. Well, the the big thing for me was, I'm looking at it, and as Chase pointed out, I'm actually not sure who plays Smokes for a lot of these teams. Yeah, Yeah. and the thing is, it it varies greatly, right? Because maybe it's their flex player that plays Viper, and so on Viper maps, you have their flex player on Viper and and somebody else on, on another character that... Wouldn't you right. typically play smokes but, for you? But yeah, so like I, I wanted somebody that I knew could play, like any of the smoke agents, um, and then I was also looking at it as like, well, I, I do want someone who has some some calling experience as well. Um, and so the reason why I picked Sub Rosa third was because I was very confident that Sam and EU were going to make it through. That does make sense. Like, I didn't think there was a chance in hell either of you two were going to pick either of them. Well, so, I was for sure not taking Sabrosa either. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, like, realistically, like, you got two, like, coveted picks, and then the remaining mm-hmm. three were people that neither me or Jace would have picked. Right. But, like, I, I knew I was going to get Sam and EU as the players mm-hmm. I wanted. Right. And, like, I wanted them from the get-go. Um, so, like, I wasn't, like, it's not like I was like, oh, I didn't get the player I wanted, so now I've got to take somebody else because i knew asana was going to be off the table um like i knew that one wasn't going to be feasible because i i assumed picks one through three were going to go yay asana tens in any order interesting that's what i thought was going to happen um but i do think that chase made a big brain play taking marv yeah because yeah. I, I do think he is the best Smokes player that we've got in NA. I, I would tend to agree. So, uh, Cass, now that you're done pitching your team, should I move mm-hmm. on to mine? Yeah, go ahead. Pitch, pitch me your team. All right. So my team is Asuna, my favorite player in the entire world. Uh, Vanity, Trent, Jonah P, and Baby Bay. And I feel like my team is very well balanced. Um, so first of all, we have Jonah P who I'm pretty sure did play smokes consistently through, um, 
I don't know why I started with him. We'll come back to him. First, yeah, first we have Asuna, who is just, you know, a absolute uh, legend at uh, being aggressive, having moved on recently from being the guy who goes into site first and dies and occasionally makes amazing plays for 100 Thieves with the old roster to now being a flex agent with Will as, like, the primary duelist and really shining in that role. I think that he has a really unparalleled skill set. Um, and then we got to back him up vanity, one of the most experienced and creative and just fun personalities as IGL and initiator. I I don't know why I'm saying initiator IGL and flex. Um, and then we have, uh, Trent who is, I I realize I didn't really pick like a, any Sentinel type players in this, except for, you've got a lot of flex players here, man. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm going triple flex, triple flex smokes. And then, uh, duelist is what I yeah. got. So yeah. So then, uh, yeah. So um, yeah. So then Trent is just great because of his excellent utility usage and his massive clutch potential. Jonah P, just a really good member of that guard team, and I was really in the previous Masters. I remember be- being very impressive with how they use their smokes and their executes. And then the most controversial pick probably in my roster is picking up Baby Bay when say a player and Cryo and Leaf were all available. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that Leaf is kind of inconsistent. Penny, I feel like Leaf and Penny both have had their moments, but they've tended to be very feast or famine. Um, I argue that Baby Bay is more feast or famine than any of them. Well, here's the thing. That is a very fair point. However, Baby Bay has also not ever had as good of a team as either of them. So I feel like Baby Bay's team's strategy has more often been Baby Bay go kill, which, you know, puts him in a worse position. Sort of like 10s back in the C9 days. That's 10s in the current days. (laughs) Yes, true. So it is true that Baby Bay is also Feaster Famine, but I really like combining him with Asuna, because they both have a very, um, you know, in your face, I'm going to shoot you before you think I could possibly be here kind of play style. So I think they would go together extremely well with that. So a bit of a hot take with that pick, but overall I'm confident in it. And I think that, you know, you put this team together, uh, they would do some great things. All right. Um, yeah, I guess we'll move on to my team then. Um, yeah, go for it. Yeah, just list them off real quick. We have Marved, Victor, Kempeki, Busio, and Player. So, I mean, Marved was an obvious pickup, I think, for Smokes. Cass is making it seem like an underground Smokes pick, but... No, like, no, no, if he was the obvious Smokes player. You're just saying, like, a round underground round one pick? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I, no, I think it was a really good round one pick. Okay, so then in what like, world were you surprised that I picked Marved? I, I just assumed that that tens would have been picked up, right? That you would have taken tens uh, in third when that got to you. See, I think right? that there are so many people that are so good in that role. Um, and obviously, yeah, Yay and tens have an insane ability to carry their team. They're both incredible players. But if I'm talking about that role specifically, there was just so many people that are good that I think focusing on, like, for the first couple of picks, roles other than that makes your Mm -hmm. team stronger 
um, when I know I can fall back on a someone who's going to fit that role and do extremely well in it. Right. It's like, yeah, like in the jet chamber position, there's a bunch of high-tiered players exactly. that you could take. Right? So, like, I, I, I do get it. And um, so, yeah, I'm I'm stoked on, on my Marv pick. Uh, I think that he's... Definitely a solid pick. ...the best omen, um, mm-hmm. easily. And uh, just, he he's insane. The clutch potential, um, obviously shown off in Reykjavik. And... Uh, yeah, def- definitely the uh the one of the highlights. Um now, Victor obviously same fucking team. So uh you, you also see that, but I've got Victor in like the the secondary duelist role. Um I I'd call him like he's on the team to to play the uh the neon, maybe the yoru in the uh in some recent maps. But uh I think that Asuna would have been my original pick for that role. And uh, I think that Asuna is one of the best secondary duelists in North America um, to have, like, on a raise. But I think that I, I'm happy with uh, with my fallback of Victor. I think that it, it leads to more interesting team comps, and we've seen that he does extremely well, uh, especially on the Neon. And so I think yeah. that, that makes it really interesting to have on the team. Good to have him with Marv as well. They already have that chemistry. Exactly. Um now, uh, Kempeki as my like flex role. Uh, I think that he's been doing extremely well um, recently, and for like someone who's a relatively new pickup at this point, like I've just really enjoy watching him play. So I was like that that was on my uh, on my roster from the very beginning, and uh, I, I thought that would be a good pick, especially for you know round three ish because no one else is going to pick him up. Makes sense, yeah. Uh, you know, I haven't watched Kampeki a ton, I'll be honest. I haven't been that interested in the Sentinels this tournament, but um, yeah, I feel like that could be a sleeper pick right there. Yeah, okay, Busio we've got um, on Sentinel roll and, and IGL as well. Um, when really... Sentinel, you mean non-chamber Sentinel? Yeah, non-chamber Sentinel. Yeah. Um, I mean, he plays he plays chamber KJ. Yeah, yeah, so I mean... okay. He can, he can be on the on the chamber as well, but I I think that the place on the team is more the the killjoy role for him. But um, yeah, I mean, obviously, really good player, so good person to have there. And then side player, same thing is you know on, on the uh, the jet chamber duelist role. Actually, don't need don't need to say too much. Um, pretty pretty much just pop off. But I, I yeah, overall, the, I, I yeah. think that my team is really balanced. Like, much like Hunter was saying, um, I kind of have somebody that fills most of those roles. What I'm looking at this and I'm missing is, you know, a really good Sova player. Um, mm. and I think that that might be someone missing from a few of our comps. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that I have. Trent, a, I, I don't have a great. Trent is so like Trent is like a Sova main. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, totally me. I, I was think I was I think of him as more of a sky player, but I, I guess that's right that he does play. No, Trent is known for his sofa. Yeah, and so then... I guess if we if Cass has one redeeming cool. quality of of his, then it's uh, he's got Trent. Um... <laughs> no, that's Hunter. Hunter that's me. Trent. Oh, sorry, Hunter is <laughs> Trent. Yeah. I, I have you yeah. who plays um, Fade Breach Sofa, and so I've got 
I've got that covered in my EU pick. Cool. Um, I, I definitely don't. <laughs> you know, it's uh that that's fine. We're we're gonna win anyway. Cool, cool. Silva got nerfed. No need for Silva anymore. We'll, I don't know. Fucking throw Kapeki on a fade. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, great. Well, I'm just re- I'm just realizing if I wait, let me look something up here. I think I understand this correctly. Um, yeah, let's see. We'll get Kompeki on fade. We'll get um, Victor on Yoru, and then we got flashes. We got recon. Yeah, what I, what I was gonna say is that it's it's very interesting to me that um, all of us each of each of us have exactly two players from one team. Cass has, uh, and then individuals besides that. Cass mm-hmm. has uh, Sam and EU from NRG. I have Trent and Jonah P from the guard, and uh, Chase has Marvin and Victor from Optic. So I thought this is very interesting that it worked out that way. They'll each have a pair of actual teammates, but only one. That is interesting how it worked out like that. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it, it could be interesting to add a qualifier that we couldn't have any players from the same team, but I, I, I think that would be too much. I did think about that as well. Yeah, I, I did think about that, but then I feel like you you could get, you know, unfairly screwed over in, in a certain context. Yeah, and not I think yeah, in the snake cast... draft offers enough limitations. Yeah, not to say that it would have provided a huge issue for any of us, with the exception of maybe Hunter, if Hunter could only have either Trent or Jonah P, that could be a yeah, bit rough. Yeah, I'd be kind um, of searching for a smoke player at that point, yeah. But yeah, like, I, I took Som and EU together because they they play with each other, um, and they're, like, I, I feel like they've got really good chemistry between them, which is why I picked, like, that, that that's part of, that's partially why I picked EU. Um, as like the primary initiator role, instead of you know say somebody else. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, I feel like when you initially posed this idea to me, Cass, of you know making your own uh, team out of the players in NA, when you first posed that to me of just like pick anyone you want, then limiting it to like you know one per team made sense because I, I had infinite choices besides that. But since we actually did a draft for this, I think it's good to not have that restriction. Right. So Cool. I wish there was a way that we could see which team would be best. We could have our teams compete. I know. <laughs> what I was so going to cool. say is that we'll, we're going to have yeah. to post these in the Discord. Um, yeah. So we'll post these in the polls channel, and we'll have a crowd vote on uh, which team they think would perform better. Oh my goodness! Yes, we're we're totally having a vote on this. That's a great idea. Yeah, so go yeah, into also, the Discord, yeah. into the into the polls channel, and uh, vote for whichever team that you think would would win. Right? Which which is the team that you think would would go higher or go further at a, at a tournament? Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so a couple couple of things that I wanna I wanna cover here. What you who who are you guys? surprised was not taken right keep in mind there are 60 players right right on the main rosters and you know there there are only 15 people between three of us that got picked but who you surprised was not taken i'm I'm surprised crashies wasn't taken okay um honestly you know just because optic is you know known as the best team in the world right now um 
F and S also is an IGL. Uh, Leaf crazy that yeah, I think Leaf, Leaf and Leaf and Cryo yeah, think, not yeah. being picked is is yeah. kind of interesting. Right, like yeah, both both me and Chase could have gone gone for the same approach as Cass with loading up on firepower. Like I yeah. can pick Leaf and then Chase can right. pick Cryo, but yeah, I, like, that's I not like, how I wanted to build my team. No, no, and fair enough. And like I'm saying, like obviously I'm not taking Leaf or Cryo. Given my first two picks, yeah, because you have you have tens and yeah, yeah, like I like I just have that <laughs> yay like, leave cryo. You think a fourth he does all the other roles, and then I take some yeah. too, and just have five jets on my yeah. team. Yeah, you only enter in replication <laughs> tournaments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is literally like Smeek Cup. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Wait, I will say true. Ethan going unpicked is interesting because you know I know Cass is very high on him and he is undoubtedly a good what? player. I'm not that high on him. I think he's overrated. I, oh, I thought, I thought you didn't. I thought you didn't I, I like him as a person, but you thought he was a very good player. Oh no, no. I think he like. I, yeah, I agree. He's a very good player, but like, like I, I think he's just got some remaining hundred thieves clout. Kind of, kind of. You know, like I'm not saying he's a bad player, right? But like, I see. I see. I think uh, I think it was surprising to me that Bang wasn't picked as a as a smokes player. Bang, who does Bang play for? Under Thieves. Under Thieves. Yeah, uh, that's interesting. I, I, I mean, Stellar I was played smokes for. Who does Stellar play? Well, Stellar plays Chamber Stellar depending on Sentinel. the map. Uh, yeah, Stellar is Sentinel. Yeah, let me see what Got it says it. here. He does Cipher KJ uh, Chamber. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, my my hundred thieves stocks just aren't super high. Did you watch their game today, bro? I I actually did not, which I understand it was apparently a very good showing from them. It was an incredible um, so showing. Obviously, yes. I don't I I haven't seen that yet, so I don't, you know, perhaps that you know out of sight, out of mind. Um, I'm a little surprised. Well, okay, I guess I'm not surprised, but I feel like B Dog would have been a good pickup for one of you two. I was, thinking, LG, uh, I was thinking, that's, I guess that's too. fair. But. Like, I don't, just like from the games that I've seen B-Dog in is like, he is fucking nasty. Like that dude is disgustingly good. See, I like I, because he plays yeah. for LG, he, he goes a bit under the radar in that regard. But like. Yeah, counterpoint though, because he plays for LG, we haven't really got to get to, got to see him very much when the pressure's on, you know, when he's, he's playing. True a great team in, you know, the quarterfinals or like the semifinals or whatever. And so right. that makes me doubt his abilities a bit. Not that I have anything against him, but it makes me less excited about him. I, I, I do see that. But yeah, I, I think B-Dog is, is a disgustingly good, like mechanically. Um, and so I would not be, okay. I, I think that would have been a solid pick for either of you two, but if obviously you... it, it wouldn't work with my current team. Yeah, Shazam going undrafted is interesting because his IGLing record hasn't been great lately. But you know he is a very good. He's he's very flexible in terms of what roles he can do, and he's great mechanically. Yeah, I'd actually argue against that. Really? Yeah, I'd say that he's not very flexible in what roles he can play. Like he pretty much solo plays Sova, and then on split and fracture plays guy. And breach respectively, but yeah, but he can also play jet as well. Yeah, he does. He does maps. have a have good range, but I mean his breach is nasty. 
um, or has been nasty. But obviously, like recently, Sentinel stocks are extremely low. Yeah, they're through the floor. At the moment. And so yeah. being their IGL and obviously everybody's like, oh, Sentinels doesn't prep. Sentinels doesn't have good strategies. Like you don't want to pick Shazam, right? Like that's right. That's basically where all the hate goes. I don't, we were talking about it earlier today. Like we think that he unfairly, like he gets too much hate for the role that he plays, but also it is also kind of the reason, you know? Yeah. So like the they, the hate the hate yeah. is justified, but it's too much. Yeah, I would agree with I, that. I know, like I I know for example, like he stated that he doesn't want to play chamber because he feels like he can't IGL while he's playing chamber, or like he can't IGL effectively when he's on chamber. Um, which I was saying, like I I thought that Sentinels on paper should have a disgustingly good icebox comp. With mm-hmm. uh, Tens on Jet, Shaz on Chamber, and then you've got Dapper playing Viper, Sick playing Sage, Kenpeki playing um, probably KO. Yeah. But, like super meta, really strong Icebox comp on paper. But you can't do that because Shazam is like unable to play Chamber and Call. And so he's um, he's kind of locked himself into the, um, like the the initiator role, and pretty much just plays Sova, and then will pick up the other two agents on maps in which Sova just doesn't really work on. But argue against his flexibility in that regard. Yeah, I guess I was just thinking it's pretty rare to have an IGL who can also play a duelist but i guess that's true that you know he doesn't necessarily have a ton of ton of flexibility and he doesn't total number of agents he plays he doesn't need to like if we're talking about the team comps that we picked like there are so many duelists to pick right we right right you're not picking him for that role so yeah like my team arguably could have been better if i put him instead of trent just to had him not igl but that's the sort of a I would say arguably. Like, I'm still happy I picked Trent, but, like, that would be a justifiable swap out, I think. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. All right, so let's let's uh, try to figure out who, who won this in the Discord. Um, yes, yes. Yeah, honestly, this makes me want to look into seeing if Valorant Fantasy is a thing, and if not, to, you know, create some Valorant Fantasy. Oh, it's got to be a thing somewhere, right? Yeah, I would have to imagine. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I kind of got this in the bag, but like, yeah, I mean, know, we'll, we'll no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you do have you do have the fucking content in the bag. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, I'm gonna give him a good run for his money with Asuna, Vanity, and Baby Bay, who are all pretty mm. fun, you know, clip uh, generating people. I don't know. Austin is just, you know, a little bit too too subdued. Well, yeah, but when you got Vanity and Baby Bay there to have, you know, to hype him up and to be the ones recording his footage or him being in their games, just like amplifying the the hypeness of the clips, like I feel like that's all you need. I would agree. He doesn't have a huge social media presence himself. See, I I think that these uh these comps like reflect our personalities pretty well. Um, which is that you know, Hunter, you and I were, were ours are very balanced, going for people in the in their correct roles, 
going for for a good amount of uh you know variety in who we're picking and then Cass was like fucking any duels <laughs> who's gonna get me kills who's gonna tap heads right that's the money ball version of this well okay. who can was, marshal best down ascent mid that's like that, no Cass is Cass is literally playing yeah. money ball with his picks right he's like I don't give a fuck what role they're on they're gonna tap heads right? yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, Okay, I will say another interesting thing here is I opened up with the chamber pick. I play chamber. Hunter opened up with an Asana pick. He often plays flex. Face mm. opened up with Marvs, and you often play smoke. <laughs> interesting. Funny. Yeah, I just, we, I we did like kind of all pick our roles that we play as the first agent we picked or the first pro that we picked. True. Mm, I think that's I mean, very interesting. That is interesting. But if I had first pick, I would have gone yay. Like, well, yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Honest. I, I'll be honest. I think if I had first pick, I'd still go Asana because I know you guys value him highly as well. And I really want him. So, <laughs> I think I would have still gone for him. Yeah. Over, I mean, yeah. Asana, yay. We're both on my team. Uh, ideally. Yeah. So. Because yeah, I think ideally I had marved in. For Sub Rosa, and then I had Asana in for EU. And then yeah, I picked in, way, in the same way that Hunter picked Asana because he really likes Asana, I picked Som because I really like Som. Mm-hmm. That that was kind of my my punt in my in my team comp. Yeah, like, Baby Bay was definitely the punt in mine. Yeah, I was like, I, I like the guy, I want him. Yeah. Um, to Chase, did you have a punt in your team comp? Kimpaki. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair because, like and I was saying Penny, about B Dog, we haven't really seen Kenpeki yet. If like I could have, levels. if I could have picked Penny, that would have been Penny. a real punt. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a punt. But, but I think Kenpeki <laughs> is a pretty, pretty solid punt as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this this is super fun. Uh, like yeah. I said, the only thing that's a bummer about this is that we can't, you know, acquire. Uh, millions of dollars and go out and buy out all these players so we can we can see how our teams could actually stack up against each other. <laughs> I know it would be dope to have some sort of fantasy league where it's not just about yeah, like, like maybe it is about stats, but you have to have a a team that that works and somehow the algorithm is set to to only allow that. Yeah, because that'd be interesting. Because if it were just like pretty much stats based, right? Like, it's just so much about how the rest of their team performs. How, yeah, right, yeah. Like, and like, I mean, B Dog, for example, I believe is the statistically highest rated player through three weeks. Yeah, I mean, it, right, it would change it from what we're trying right. to accomplish. It would be a different, yeah. Game, it's right? like you'd basically just ch- take the Jet Chamber players, yeah, like. So that wouldn't really work now. What I could see them doing is like being like, uh, like the player that you pick, you know, like you have to have one duelist, one sentinel, uh, one smokes, one, um, one initiator, right? And then the fifth slot can be, I don't know, if you go by current meta, I guess you'd have to have two initiators. Um, but that's kind of hard because then you get players like, um, like uh, who is it? I want to say it's not Bustio, is it? I think it's Koala Noob. Yeah, Koala Noob is like the chamber jet player for his team, but also plays Sage on like Icebox. 
Yeah. Maybe it's not Xbox, but he plays Sage on, like, a map, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, and then, yeah, you have, like, uh, like, uh, Som played Omen on Breeze in one map. So, like, would I be allowed to pick him as my Smokes player? Right, right. The way the way I was... That seems very shenanigans-y, right? So I think it's hard to, like, I think it's hard to build the fantasy system in a way that, like, forces you to actually have a decent team comp and not just these players have high ACS. Okay, well, the highest ACS through three weeks is Jogmo, actually. Oh, is it? Okay. Jogmo is pretty nasty. Wow, Jogmo. Yeah, Evil Geniuses looks surprisingly good so far. Uh, Because it goes Jogmo, yay, then B Dog. Okay. Yeah, what I was going to say, Cass, is the way I was picturing how the fantasy would work was a little different, which is that there would be like a weighted formula. This is this is more similar to how NFL fantasy works for what agent you're playing, along with how many kills you have. Mm-hmm. So essentially, if you're playing like Killjoy, then you would get some significant multiplier on your kill total versus playing like Jet and Chamber, which would probably be like the standard and would get like a one multiplier so essentially you're looking for people who outperform the average based on the role yeah for their role interesting that's that's how how i was picturing it yeah now the the other way that i could see it working is um i've done this like with a bunch of my friends for like um i want to say they all my buddies did this for soccer but it's like every player has a monetary value assigned to them Mm-hmm. And you have a budget. Yeah, that would also be a part of it. it would ha- or it could be. Like, that's often how fantasy leagues work. It's like... But the interesting thing about the way that this fantasy league worked is to to bring it over to Valorant, like, literally every single person in this league could have Yay on their team. Yeah. Oh, because like, you, like, it's how you want to spend your money. Yeah, there, there's, no, yeah there's no limit to, like how many people can have a given player it's it's just all about how do you want to spend the money you have available so theoretically two people could have identical teams using that method oh yeah yeah but then like you couldn't beat the other person right 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 they'd be like a game of chicken of who is willing to change their team first well the way a lot of those things work too is that values of the players change weekly um and you can sell players like say their stocks go really like go up significantly then you have more money to work with i see i see and so, so you're you holding might... on to that penny stocks so is the moment that goes up you're ready to offload exactly oh interesting i didn't know so that you, you like could that. sell and then maybe then you you can buy better players for your other roles you know mm. because you now have more money to work with interesting that's super cool. It just would be. I feel like that would, in, in Valorant, that would really depend on someone making accurate <laughs> dollar amounts. That oh, absolutely. Update. I feel like that's too yeah. much. Um. Okay. Anyway, should we wrap this thing up? Yeah, I'd say so. That was a good time, though. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it was an interesting episode because that we we did like two separate, like longer topics that we wouldn't usually talk about. Like it wasn't like necessarily yeah. conversational topics it was uh placing things in the spot topics yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah that was, that was yeah. fun uh if you want to see more of that like let us know um 
Or if you if you fucking hated it, you think that this let us know that as well. Is the worst one we've recorded. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let us know so we don't fucking do it again. Um, mm. I mean, I had fun with it, and that's what I care about most. So fuck all you listeners that hated it. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, still let us know because I also want to see the numbers go up. You know, it's it's a, it's a give and take. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, also, just, oh just out of curiosity, um, I'm assuming you guys are all, you, both you guys are, are stoked on your, your teams that you ended up with? Yeah. I am. I am stoked, okay. yeah. How how far were they from your, your ideals? I mean, I think we already kind of discussed that. It, other yeah, than Hunter, like, I think, but. Okay. I was remarkably close. I okay. literally only had to swap out my jet chamber player from Yay yeah. Baby Bay. Yeah, I, I, I think had, that's yeah, so interesting that mm-hmm. we basically all got the picks that we wanted, despite it being, you know, yeah. a draft. Which is mostly what I was getting at there. Like, I, I think it's really interesting that, like, yeah, we had a couple of overlaps, but, like, for the most part, um, we we kind of got what we went in to get there. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, and that actually speaks to how much the NA scene has changed since this time last year. Like if you look, if you go back to this time last year, I mean, well, we didn't have the podcast at all, but like uh if we did and we were and we were doing this draft, like we would probably be picking you know, like all five Sentinels players would probably come off the board in the first two rounds. But like, you know, it seemed like for a couple months that the Sentinels had legitimately some of the best players at every role in the game. And, you know, now that's not aged very well. Um, and there's just a lot of parody in NA right now. Yeah, but there's no team. I Although I, I was saying, like, I think that optic stocks are really high. Um, all five optic players could have come off in the first couple of rounds very easily. This is true. This is true. Um, and and to be fair, we did have three players picked from optic. Yeah. Um. But anyway, yeah, what yes. Yeah, Crashies right. didn't go. Yeah, Crashies and FNS. Like, I think that I was I yeah, was worried I a little bit about why... building optic, you know, um, or yeah, I may have right. put FNS in in that role that I have Boostio. But, mm-hmm. um, like, say I got Asana instead of Victor, then I would have probably had FNS, um, instead of Boostio. Right. I I just didn't yeah, want to yeah. literally build optic, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> any any final funny. remarks on this or, or anything else we talked no, about? I, this think episode? That's, I think that's a wrap. Uh, Let the uh, chat decide. Uh, the Discord people decide whose team is will reign supreme. All right, uh, and with that, we will drink with you later. <laughs>